Join Internet Sweetheart, Dale. No, that's not quite right. What's uh, Join the your master of ceremonies, Dale. K no, that's too. Cool. Ah, I got an idea. Join the guy who knows things about stuff. This is the generic live show with the guy who knows things about stuff, Dale Campbell. Ow, what? Oh! Ow! Hype! <laughs> right? I am hyping myself up. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the generic live show. For a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. Thanks for joining me. It's good to be here. It's, we've had a, we had a very heavy hour one of the show. We got a lot of news to get through in hour two. Hour two is the uh, home of everything. I'm not going to break it down a little. Uh, we're not going to break down uh, the big announcement as much as we did in hour one because we spent about half an hour on it. But we are going to uh, do a bit of uh, see if we can get a little bit of a shorter fanfare than last time. Uh, because that, that minute-long thing was a little bit much. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Fanfare, please. I have been officially accepted to take part in the Disney International Program August 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, Dale will be doing Disney. Sorry, I just, I realised that, I realised in that sound effect there's this one guy in the back, like all of them are going, ah, and there's this one guy in the background, what are you doing? There's one, the guy in the background that goes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, uh, I won't break it, break it down as much as I did in the last hour, I did particular details in hour one, go listen to hour one, you slacker. Slacker, slacker. Uh, also, <laughs> go listen to... Uh, Preemptively, go listen to the Drank Live Hangout. I'll, it'll be about 2.30 for, uh, for local people uh, over at twitch.tv slash generic live show. It'll be, it'll be over there this afternoon. So, uh, do listen to that. Uh, it'll have a lot of the details on it as well. Also, did our one. Don't be lazy. <laughs> I'm just grilling my listeners. I just realised what, uh, what that sounds like. Uh... So here's an interesting story for you. Supermarket chain will dump best before labels. Now, for those not in the know, and I don't know if this is a thing, uh, if this is just an Australian thing or if this is an American thing as well, uh, but we have two classifications of expiration dates. Uh, we have best before uh, and use by. Uh, so use by date is a safety measure with food consumed after the set date potentially unsafe. Unsafe food. No, no, no safe food. That's a joke that one of my listeners will get. <laughs> unsafe food. Uh, you, uh, however, best before date uh, is supposed to be a guide and is legal to sell food after that date has passed. Uh, three months, by the way, is fun fact. Fun fact starring this article. It's legal to sell it up to three months. Not that I still apparently work at a supermarket, but that's just that's just me. And look at this ad on the side. I need to get that fixed. 
And uh, so an Australian supermarket chain, aka Woolworths, full disclaimer, I work for Woolworths Limited and uh, Woolworths affiliated company, uh, will be axing its best before labels. Australia could, uh, a British supermarket giant has taken a radical step axing its best before labels. Australia could follow suit. So I don't, again, Americans, uh, enlighten me, because I need to be enlightened apparently about all things America. Uh, please, let me know, is best before a thing or is it just all expiration dates? Or is used by a thing? I, I don't know. Tesco in the UK made a move uh, in bid to halt food wastage with concerns people were throwing out still edible food a day before its best before date had passed. Woolworths has indicated it's also opening uh, open to uh, reposition and review its food label policies uh, in Australia. It is understood that Aussies throw out 20 million tons of food a year. Oh! 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 I don't know why I'm making that weird noise. Uh, today, show nutritionist Dr. Do Joanna Miller said that it is important to know the difference between a used by, quote-unquote, and a best before date, quote-unquote. Kerry says, uh, I've seen best before on fresh goods, uh, but most of ours seems to be expiration dates. Uh, but also the FDA guidelines require expiration dates for things that don't really expire. Uh, kind of the same here, uh, except uh, some, on some things like uh, like tinned vegetables and like tinned uh, uh, soups and uh, chilies and stuff like that, they have a batch number and you can log onto the website and see where in which batch that your things expire and <clears throat> you know it, it's it's so weird uh, and you know it's basically so it sounds like best before is the same as an expiration date because here as well it's it's a lot of the same that used by is a lot of the uh, fresh food stuff like bread and, and dairy and uh, fruit and veg and produce and, and meat and chicken and uh, name another animal. Duck. Duckstep. Duckstep does not have an expiration date, though. It never has an expiration date. Corson Rhino says, uh, except also please don't pay attention to it <laughs> with dairy expiration dates. No, don't play around. I read that as pay. <laughs> don't pay. Don't pay with our uh, expiration dates. <laughs> oh, except also please don't play around with our dairy expiration dates. That's a very good point. The dairy... Dairy expiration dates are very, are very set in stone. You don't wanna, you don't wanna mess those up too much. Quote: There's a huge concern over people throwing out food uh, that is a day past its best before date. Dr. Millen said, she says food storage was also a contributor to wastage and urged people to research the best ways to store their food by not putting, not buying too much. <laughs> Pro tip. Don't buy more than you need, and you won't have trouble with food storage. Just headsup.com. Uh, if, quote, if you keep flour in your freezer, for example, you'll have much longer shelf life, she says. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of hacks like that. I just, you know. I just, you know, I just don't. Yeah. Uh, what's this video, and what ad will we get? It's a five-minute video. Jeepers. Man, the video's... Really putting in the mileage today, aren't they? 
Really putting in the mileage. Well, there's an ad that's about to play. Well, okay. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, gamble responsibly. Kids, if you're going to gamble, hey, gamble responsibly. Do it. Dot com. Dot au. Dot org. That's the amount of food Australians throw out every year. In the UK supermarket chain, Tesco has taken the bold step of ditching best before labelling in a bid to stop people throwing out perfectly edible groceries. And here at home, Woolworths suggested it's open to reviewing its policies as well. So when has your food really gone bad and when is it just fine to eat? So today, nutritionist Dr Joe McMillan is here to explain. Joe, Good morning. so what's... Is that even allowed? Can, 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 can supermarkets yeah. do that? Because what if they're serving off food? Yeah, well, th this is where it comes down to the difference between a best before date and a used by right. date. So mm. used by is definitely about safety. So we shouldn't be consuming, you know, these meat products, for example. Yeah. It's very important. These are foods that can make us sick, of course, if there's mm. bacteria growing in there or there's been toxins produced by those mm. microorganisms, you know, and that can make you sick. So that's a used by date. But a best before, it's actually still legal to sell a food that's passed its best before date. Right. The best Up to three months. It's just supposed to be a guide. Now, of course, there are huge safety margins put into that, and that's why there's this huge concern that people are throwing food out because it's a day or so over a best before date, when actually that food is still mm. perfectly safe to eat. I've got to admit, I probably do that sometimes. Once that best before date passes, you I'm go. like, yeah, I'm gone. No, I have yeah. to like the milk. It's like, nah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little smell, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, gross. <laughs> plate of raw meat on a Sunday morning yeah. is just... <laughs> <laughs> Can we start at this end? Yes, let's start with that. Because, I mean, even canned foods have um, best, best before or used by dates They often have food. best before dates because canned produce will keep for several sure. years. Yep. Mm. So it's really hard to put an actual use by date. So, I mean, that's why canning is such an efficient way of, mm. of preserving mm. food. So the best guidance with cans, actually, is if the can is bashed or if it looks like it's blown out, mm. then, of course, discard that can but if mm. the cans are still in good condition actually cans will keep for several years and I would have thought that that would be the same for rice and pasta this mm. is all yeah, the, so yeah this your pantry stuff provided that moisture is not getting in there yep. and provided you know keep it in sealed packs or you know jars that have got really good sealed lids and again you're going to get really really long shelf life out of that so so part of the issue also with food waste is about how we store our food so you know read some articles on it what's the best way to store things Flour, for example, as soon as you've taken that whole grain and you've ground it into flour, it's going to go off much, much more quickly. But if you keep your flour in the freezer, for example, mm. then you're going mm. to get a much, much longer shelf life for that flour. So if you don't use much flour, then pop it into the freezer. And I'm guessing with you know fruit and vegetables, it's all pretty obvious, yeah. isn't it? You know, it starts to look a bit mouldy. Yeah, yeah. That's but, well, uh, that's why Tesco. They found that their shoppers, when they did a survey of their shoppers, they found the shoppers did say, "Well, I know when an apple's going off, sure. or mm. I can tell when I shouldn't yep. eat that potato anymore. I really don't need a best before." But these have a. I mean, these do have a best before date on them. You just Pay no attention to that. That's right. You can, you can, these potatoes are safe to eat after that best before date. Mm. Um, and, and so th this is the issue that people but are But then they're dead the vodka. think, oh, is that like a use by yeah. date? And then they're throwing the produce out. So your best guide, actually here in Australia, much more of our produce is sold loose. Mm. So you mm. don't have best before dates. I think in the UK, much uh, more of their fruits and vegetables are actually prepackaged like this. 
And so we're it has moving been towards more that, though. If you go to the big supermarkets yeah, we are. now, it's all packaged. I don't like yeah. it. No. But another issue. No. Yeah. Um, then you really do need the dates for, for, for eggs and, mm. uh, and meat. And yeah, even so dairy. eggs. Well, I wish eggs would just tell me when the eggs were packed. So I know that when they're laid. Yeah. Because, again, it's down to mm. how they've been stored. Mm. So some stores, you'll notice now, have got their eggs in the fridge. I know mm. my local Woolies, all the eggs are in the fridge. Mm. But in other grocers and so on, the eggs are out at room temperature. Now, eggs will keep for much longer in the fridge. Mm. So my advice, but of course, when you're baking or when you're even when I'm poaching an egg, I like it to be at room temperature first. So what I tend to do is I keep most of my eggs in the fridge and mm. I have a small amount out in a, in a, in a basket on the bench so mm. that I've got some at room temperature that I'm going to use up very, very quickly. So that's the deal with eggs. And if eggs are properly stored, actually, they will keep for several weeks. Okay, so we yeah. were talking about the meat earlier, so we've considered that done. Use the, yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to go there. No. Don't even look. What's just move on to the subject. About 180 degrees. That's what he's like. He's like <laughs> that off. He is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what about bread? What are the rules when it comes to bread? Well, again, bread is, is a very non-risky food, So and, and it's easy to tell when your bread's gone off. So things like Sorry. a very fresh sourdough, you know, is best consumed on the day that it's made or maybe the day after. But what I do with my bread is once it's got to that sort of three-day or it's getting a bit hard, it's past it's best and I can't even toast it anymore I pop it into a blender ha, and toast, it into breadcrumbs toast. store that in my freezer toast. and then you've got some nice yeah. whole grain breadcrumbs to use for another yeah. dish I'm just zeroing in on that cheese there what do you got there lovely <laughs> cheddar, yeah, cheddar so, there. well you know yeah. when cheddar the hard cheeses breed. will keep a lot longer than the soft cheeses yep. but if it gets mouldy in the outside you can cut that mould off yep. and the inside mm. part of the cheese is fine or if you don't quite um, wrap it properly and you got that hard bit at the mm. end of the cheese you just sort of Cut through that and chuck it in the bin. All right, that. Oh, 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 switch. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, first and foremost, thank you, Techie Gamer, for the house. Thank you so much. I had to bring that down. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, there's your food tips corner hour, 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 hour. It's an hour of it. That was a really long video, but I, I'm, I hope... See, the thing with that is, I don't mind playing longer videos if they're uh, informative for people. Of course, this show has to be entertaining and funny. Uh, you know, but... Yeah, yeah we got to be informative. People want food tips. Food tips, with Dale. Uh, <laughs> Rouse says, how long has it not been growling? That's... <laughs> also, Fragul would love that plate of raw meat. I'm just saying. Fragul would love that plate of raw meat, just sitting out on the bench at room temperature. That's just, that's fantastic. <laughs> Fragul goes to the supermarket, just, just has a field day. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, but yeah, no, it's an interesting concept, is, is, is ditching the concept of used by dates. But again, back to back to course and rhino's point is how would you get around the uh, the uh best before dates you know is with dairy you know it's hard to it's hard to judge would they literally just change the words would they change the words from used by to best before and then have it be a liability thing plus also it's still legal to sell after that date so i don't understand maybe they're changing that too maybe they should change that maybe maybe they should change just get rid of use by just have one phrase say best before keep the lead days the same 
but still make it illegal to sell things after that date. Uh, Rao says, <laughs> where there is raw meat, <laughs> raw ground beef dish that I be eating. That's Fragul, sorry, he's in the chat room right now. He's, uh, he's on the Jack Live show. He's <laughs> coming that way. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's fun to, it's fun to think about, uh, how food works. Food's a very tricky beast. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun, no pun intended at all. But there you go. <laughs> Damn, I can't type today. Hey, I can't talk today. So there you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've told, we, we've gone on massive tirades about, Married at first sight on this show, right? The the uh, hotter damned uh, reality TV show uh, that features quote unquote couples that meet each other totally meet each other on the first time uh, when they walk down the aisle for for realsies. But I think I think I found a worse program. I think I found I finally found. A more worse program. They have more worse. That's that's not that's not a phrase. I think I found the worse. I've seen that show. Says Gary. <laughs> have you seen this show, ladies and gentlemen? Hold on to your butts, because Love Island. Married <laughs> at first sight. That is. Ugh, I'm so sorry. At Love Island, Australia is finally here, and the fireworks. The fireworks have already started. Love Island Australia is here and there's already been a makeout sesh. A Kangatarian? What? A Kangatarian? And some very awkward moments. That's reality TV. Oh, we get to meet the contestants. Uh, what? What's this link? What do we got here? Rao, while we figure out, uh, that is, Pasquia food? Oh, that's literally just raw meat. Okay, well, that's a thing. I mean, I don't, I don't mind eating raw meat. That's not, that's not the issue. Uh, Love Island, Australia. Oh God, what is this? This is hot trash is what it is. What's a Kungasteria? I know, right? I don't know either. That makes two of us. But what you could do is earn 1,000 more generic life points. If you really wanted to earn more generic life points. What is with this article? Just the video is very zoomed out. I do apologize. perfect woman. Be someone who takes care of themselves. Girls That's Charlie. As I might be trying to steal their man. That's Taylor. Fancy man is someone who comes home sweaty and is ready for a throwdown. Definitely go. Wait. <laughs> no, stop. No, everyone stop. Everyone stop. We'll get to whatever a Cuscatangatarian is. But Cassidy, Cassidy, Cassidy's. <laughs> no. What the? What the mother? 
reality television. What are you doing? Like, what? No. This is not a thing. This is definitely 100% not a thing. My, my ideal man has to come home all hot and sweaty and exhausted, but still be ready for a throwdown. Throwdown what? Also, is that a euphemism for sex? I think that's a euphemism for sex. Also, I think Cassidy's requirement for a man is the fact that he has to have a six-pack. We continue. After what I want. I think all the girls seem to love me. Am I confident? <laughs> Are you confident? Yes. Are you arrogant? <laughs> it's alright, Grant. With the ladies. I'm good with the ladies. Look at this face. Look at this smile. Next Sunday. I'm looking for a girl with some good looks. Girls don't like me and I do not care. Let's go. Let's do it. Get ready to meet your Love Islanders. If I want something, I know 110% that I will get it. I'm looking for a guy who puts me on a pedestal and thinks that I'm number one. Number one. Girls either want to kiss me or they want to slap me. A dog is definitely easy. Wait, no. either wants to kiss me or slap me dude no just stop 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 my pair of very small sunglasses this coffee cup has more personality than you do and it's Buzz Lightyear so you know that, that's saying something you know that stop i can't do this <laughs> i either i either want a uh, either want a woman to love me uh, to kiss me or to slap me <laughs> i was going into water buffalo uh, water buffalo territory there hi my name is water buffalo and i'm going on love island uh, i'm going on love island i'm going on this reality tv show water buffalo needs to find himself a woman uh, he's getting very lonely since his parents di just died, like two seconds ago, they just died. And you see how that works? I, Water Buffalo needs to go on to Love Island. Water Buffalo is very, very, uh, very, very single and needs to find himself a lady. Unfortunately, Water Buffalo is a little rough around the edges. It's been a very long winter for Water Buffalo. What a buffalo is to find himself a woman. Or a man, it doesn't matter. What a buffalo just needs to find himself someone. Do you see how that works? <laughs> it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a man or a woman, do you see how that works? <laughs> Kerry says, these are all terrible people. Terrible people who look like they've been made up with more silicon and steroids than flesh and blood. Uh, we still have like 25 seconds, so we're going to enjoy this. Is it a tame than a man? Direct from... Wait, hang on. What was that? Let me go back a bit. Alright. What was that about a dog? Direct from Spain's oh, okay. Party Island. I'm an international male model. Do I look alright? Love Island. Also, I'm, 
I'm a male international model. Dude, we can clearly see you're a male. Like, you don't have to say that. And Australia starts next Sunday, 8.30 on 9 Go and 9 Now. Of course it's on Go. Of course it... Of course it is. Of course it is! Why would it not be on the... The third digital channel of this failing network? Why... Ever since they've lost the cricket, this network's just turned into whatever that was. Ugh. <laughs> Did you just assume that person's gender? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I'm sorry. I'm so sad. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry, I, uh, I, uh, assumed a, a person with a uh, bulge and a six-pack was a male. How dare I? Ugh. Love Island Australia follows the fortunes of toned, attractive, <laughs> collagen pumped. Why would they be collagen pumped? I don't understand. Twenty-somethings uh, who have been placed in couples and dumps on a Spanish island. That sounds like a hot, hot mess. <laughs> One more twist. There's a twist, you guys. You guys, it's a plot twist. Plot twist. They've, uh, they had better make sure their partner really likes them because one member of the winning couple will have a choice of splitting the cash or walking away with all of it. Plot twist. I had, I had, plot twist. They, at the end, one member of the couple could walk away with the prize money or split it with the, uh, the, uh, other person. I know what's, I know... This show just premiered last night and I already have a headache and I already know what's going to happen. They're going to... They're selfish people. They're selfish brats that, yes, are mildly attractive but have less personality than my flippin' stapler. Um, but... Ugh. So gross. <laughs> Yet, I can't stop talking about it. Alright, here we go. Uh, what else What else do we have here? Oh, uh, speaking of Disney, because we were, we just were. <laughs> Note to the editor, the last 20 minutes of the show did not exist. Bury a Christmas. Uh, no, the last 10 minutes. Oh, there's about 10 minutes on that thing. Uh, Melbourne's Eddie Stadium is getting... is becoming... Marvelous! Disney wins naming rights to Melbourne's Etihad Stadium. Excuse me. Disney's rebuilt rebranding. Oh, can't talk. Rebranding of Melbourne's Etihad Stadium as Marvel Studio will quote will not quote shove things down people's throat unquote. <laughs> That's a good sentence. We won't shove things down your throat. The venue's chief said. He vowed to enhance the experience for punters rather than overwhelm them with branding. It was announced on Thursday morning. Eddie Hat Stadium will be renamed to Marvel Stadium in a new partnership with the Walt Disney Company Australia. Uh, I don't want to play it in five seconds. I want to play it now. Oh, what a shame. There's an ad. But it has no noise. Oh, wow, it auto-muted. So this is what Eddie Had Stadium looks like now. 
from but from September first, it'll be known as Marvel Stadium, located at Docklands, known as Marvel Stadium from September one in an eight-year agreement between Melbourne Stadiums Limited and the Walt Disney World Company Australia. The Etihad Stadium sign you see here behind me will soon be no longer. Instead, come early September, it'll be renamed Marvel Stadium. It's a new eight-year agreement between Melbourne Stadiums and Disney bringing to an end a nine-and-a-half-year partnership with Etihad Stadium. Disney is keeping quiet today about the naming of Marvel Stadium, only releasing pre-recorded interviews about the announcement. This will be a naming rights relationship like no other in Australia, delivering an immersive entertainment experience by bringing to life Marvel characters and content throughout Marvel Stadium. The Marvel brand has shown a great capacity to unify people through its stories, and this wonderful stadium has a proven record of bringing people together too. That's why this partnership is such a great fit. Eddie had had a few names over the years, including Telstra Dome and Colonial Stadium. Oh, yeah, Telstra Dome. Branding Marvel Stadium will be including a new retail store at the complex. Disney says they plan on taking the stadium atmosphere to the next level and will also be delivering a game-changing experience. How exactly they'll be doing that remains to be seen. But no doubt all will be revealed come September when Etihad Stadium becomes Marvel Stadium. It's exciting. Act excited. It's very exciting. Again, first time in, in history that this has uh, ever happened. In a statement on Thursday morning, Melbourne Stadium CEO Michael Green said the rebranding would see a Marvel retail store and other, quote-unquote, activations installed at the site being uh, bringing characters to life. Quote, Marvel is a powerhouse in the entertainment industry. Um, and one of the most recognized brand names in the world. It is a brand dedicated to audience experiences, which firmly aligns with our vision to create incredible experiences for fans. Uh, Dr. Green, uh, Mr. Green said, not Dr. Green, he's not a doctor. Quote, this partnership will allow uh, to take the stadium atmosphere to the next level and create memorable moments experiences for fast variety of audiences we look forward to delivering a true game-chasing experience quote some people will notice immediately from the 1st of september it is very much branded marvel he said oh. mr green promised halftime entertainment at the afl matches will remain the same though signage and advertising on the scoreboard will change of course the Marvel store will take up approximately 50 square meters. Hmm. Uh, this won't work. How much is... Oh. Don't, don't... No, don't do that. Alright. What's 50 square meters in square feet? That would be 538.2 square feet. What? No. That doesn't... That doesn't sound right. Won't be fight. What? Okay. Well, apparently, apparently the new Marvel uh, studio will be uh, 538.2 square feet. So, that's something. That's marvelous, Ralph says. <laughs> Bring it up back. Uh, most of experiences when I shove things down people's throat. What will happen is the ground is still a star of every event. We're trying to enhance the experience, not take it over. Uh, this is a matter for the AFL. Uh, I don't know what that's in regards to. 
Uh, the first AFL match to ever be played at the, uh, the ground was March 9th, 2000, for Essendon and Port Adelaide. Quote, Marvel is known for epic storytelling with heart, action, humour and relatability. MSL's Dockland Stadium has uh, told its own compelling stories over time via a vast array of sport and entertainment. That's why the partnership is such a good fit. I know, it's, a, it's an amazing fit. And again, it has, it's never happened uh, out here. Uh, yes, we do have random stadiums. And yes, I kind of giggled at the Telstra Dome. That was just a, such a dumb idea at the time. It is the fact that they would call it Dome and not Stadium. But that's just... That's just me, uh, but you know, I, I think it's, I think it's fantastic that that it would, that they would have such an immersive experience like that. You know, it's 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 great. It's marvelous, in fact, marvelous. Uh, what else do we have? We have we have a lot of stuff to get through, you guys. Uh, we're probably not going to get to the review of the review uh, today. Sadly, I planned a review of a review, and we're not probably not going to get to that bit. We'll, we'll save it to next week. It'll probably still be relevant, hopefully. Question mark. Because I, I wanted to bring back review of a review. This is where we read rev bad reviews and review the reviews of a movie. We don't actually review the movie. But instead of that, we're going to tell you about fears of invasive red fire ants detected at Queensland's Signic Rim. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a child. Uh, barbecue, sports, and thongs are under threat as invasive pets which have been detected outside a containment zone. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what a swarm of fire ants looks like. Just heads up. Just, I'm just going to let that linger on the screen for a little bit. That's what, that's what fire ants look like. Just saying. Imagine not being able to wear thongs, aka flip-flops, or enjoying a game of backyard cricket with your mates. I don't want that right now. It sounds much like a bleak, dystopian future, many Australians, but the outdoorsy way of life, which this great nation is known for under threat from one of the world's most invasive pests, red fire ants which have now worryingly have detected outside a containment zone in Queensland's um, scenic rim, which is widely established in the Sunshine State. If this becomes a reality, it is feared that the pesky ants could cost the state's economy $45 billion. That's billion with a B. Quote, fire ants attack indiscriminately. Thank God. Because I didn't, I, I, I always thought that fire ants were discriminatory. That, that, thank God that they're not, though. Potentially destroying the way of life for many Queenslanders and costly state the $45 billion over, three, over 30 years. Queensland Farmers uh, Federation premises Stuart Alridge told The Guardian today. That's what, that's what the fire ant looks like. Again, I'm just going to. Just going to let that linger on uh, on screen. By the way, I haven't heard any reports of fire ants being uh, in Australia, uh, in where I live yet. So, 
you're fine. Those people were, uh, 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 people were, you know, uh, in case people were worried. Uh, it may not be well understood, uh, uh, if fire ants uh, become permanently established, people in affected areas would not be able to enjoy our natural aminosity or recommended, uh, recreational areas. That means no camping, no barbecues on the lawn, no backyard cricket, or no outside pets. Aww. What, what would happen to the pets? Um. Uh. Uh, okay, there we go. I'm just just uh, 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 uh. all right. It's off the screen. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, vast uh, areas of the state natural environment include world history uh, listed areas. World listed areas. Uh, eighty-five in the U.S. alone, eighty-five people have died from fire ant bites. Oof. They're rough. They're they're like they're it's like miniature, uh, exper like, like, ants stinging. It's it's they're so bad. I, you know, stings from the fire ants can cause painful, burning, itching sensation, which lasts up to an hour. Multiple uh, stings could give the sensation uh, that the body is on fire. This body is on fire, fire, fire. <laughs> uh, you know, here you go. Mounds, uh, mounds formed by fire ant nests would be a serious problem in lawn, sporting fields, and golf courses, the department added. Biosecurity was given a 121.6 million boost this year in the federal budget, and research suggests that this is money well spent. I'm not showing, I'm not showing that on camera. Just saying... Uh, sightings of imported fire ants can be reported by calling Biosecurity Queensland at 132533. If you're Australian, save that number because you're gonna need it. Um, I don't, I don't know what, uh, what Queensland can do at this point to try and, um, uh, try and, uh, save fire ants from, from spreading. It's a bit of a tough one, this one, because, you know, they they have all the resources out there, but, you know, it's hard to exactly know where, uh, where the kind of, where the things are, and how to, how to uh, report them, and of course, if, if you are, happen to be bitten by uh, a, a, a fire ant, please do seek medical assistance, like, 10 seconds ago, because, again, people have died from these sorts of things, so, you know, they can be very, very deadly, and they're very, very costly, and, you know, it's, it's tough, it's very tough. Alright, well, uh, we might, do we have time for a reviewer review? We might do, actually. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, we do. Let's do review of a review. Because we have time. Because I say so, damn it. 
I say so. Uh, reviewer review is a bit we used to like doing on the show all the time, but it kind of went by the wayside. This is the show where we review uh, we review bad reviews of good movies. Ladies and gentlemen, on the chopping block today is Deadpool 2! It's a very Marvel-heavy show today, right? Release date, May 18th, 2018. Average score is 7.9, which they're wrong. And of course, we're focusing on this. Uh, I'm not going to not gonna show them on screen because I don't want to dox these people. So there you go. Uh, uh, this, this particular user says, Nothing special, comma, just... Another generical movie. Comics were badly exploriated. <laughs> Nothing special, just another generical movie. Much like this show, it's just another generical show. Comics were badly exploriated. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's okay. All right. Uh, whoa, that's a huge review. Uh, whoever bleeped up Domino needs to die. <laughs> whoa, okay. Well, that's a, that's a sentence that just happened. Uh, oh, it just happens over and over again. Whoever, whoever blank up Domino needs to die. Whoever blank up Domino needs to die. Whoever blank up Domino needs to die. This person doesn't like the treatment of Domino, and I'm doing the Dale Rat. They need to blank up so right now. I will never see. I will never see a Deadpool movie again. Too much. Too much jocking. <laughs> too much. Too much jocking. Just. Too much jocking. I will never see a Deadpool movie again. Too much jocking. The, too much jocking the cursing. It's a Marvel movie. It should be... Well, no, it's okay. I'm going to have to read this straight. I will never see... I will never... Never... I will never see a Deadpool movie again. Too much jocking the cursing. It's a Marvel movie. It should be for the kids. <laughs> Quit jocking around, says Kerry. <laughs> too many jocks on this show. I tell you what. For not a comedy show, there's too much jocks that are happening right now. Uh, a sedoric divert mess with self-destructive implodes. How would the duck had a better sense of humour? Bring on Solo, please, seriously. Oh my god. Apparently Solo's getting okay reviews. The thing I'm hearing about... The thing I'm hearing about Solo is the fact that it's an, it's an okay movie... But not necessary. <laughs> that's that's the best review of Solo I've heard so far. Is the fact that it's that it's an okay movie, but not necessary. <laughs> All right. Uh, this this movie is ugly and horrible in every way. Bad language, ugly people, <laughs> killing many people, noise and explosions. <laughs> 
gonna. This person is complaining. This person is complaining that. Okay, where do where do I start with this one? A, name the name the name the ugly people in Deadpool two. Like, I don't know who's ugly in that movie. I've seen Deadpool two too, and I loved it. Loved every single moment of it, but. I don't understand who the ugly people are in Deadpool 2. I don't... I don't get it. Uh, killing of many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, noise and explosions. How are you complaining that there are noise and explosions? Okay. This is it. There is no story. What the... Okay, well... According to this person, there is no story. Uh, is this why people open up their wallets? What culture is this? It's called capitalism. Uh, <laughs> it's called capitalism. Join it or be forced to join it. And then they ask why we have so many mass shootings. What can we do? Oh my god, you had to take it there. You had to make me take it there. Okay, well, don't... Don't, don't you, don't you don't. Don't you dare. You dare. Just another generical review. <laughs> Just another generical movie. Uh, apparently, apparently, one reviewer uh, tries to compare it to Bad Santa, which that's an odd comparison that they would uh, that they would try and compare Bad Santa to Deadpool Two. Don't understand. Someone, and someone fill me in on, on, on that. Thanks. Uh, apparently, they compared this to a DC movie, which is okay. But anyway, a snarky meta. The modern Deadpool brand continues to build a new fan base solely on memes and arbitrary references. That's the whole. That's the whole point. Person missed the point. I'm not reading his name because it has a bad word in it. But <laughs> it has a bad word in it. It's a word that I don't want to be associated with. Particularly, uh, particularly, uh, particularly for that. Deadpool 2 is much of the same. <laughs> the first week. That's the point. It's a sequel. It has to be the same. It has to be the same as you remember, or the same as it ever was. <laughs> Quick in the chat room: Was Deadpool two? Was Deadpool the same as you remember, and was it the same as it ever was? Quick, let me know. <laughs> Deadpool two is much of the same as you remember from the first flick. If you're into that kind of humor and you like superhero movies and decent action, then you'll probably enjoy Deadpool two. But. But, there is a but, there always has to be a but, I disliked it very much, but thought it was better than the first. What? Okay. I actually thought Deadpool 2 was better than Deadpool 1, uh, in retrospect, to be completely honest. And that was review of a review. Just that, that bit never gets old. Never gets old. At all never gets old <sighs> all right well we're gonna take a break and then on the other side of the break we're going to 
tell you what we learnt today. As we continue here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. Stick around, won't you? Shall you? Will you? Thank you. Hold on tight. This is the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us here. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show. Are you right, computer? Are you all right? Just checking in. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you, and that's right. We're heading towards quickly towards the end of the show. Indeed. That's exactly right. All right. Here we go. Uh, what did we learn today, folks? We learned so much today, actually. Uh, we learned uh, that uh, we should stop jockeying around. Uh, we learned that uh, we learned that uh, Ireland uh, abolished their abortion laws. That's 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 something big. Uh, we learned that Melbourne's about to get marvelous. As Disney renames Eddie Had Stadium uh, to to Marvel Stadium, blanked there for a second. Uh, we learned that supermarkets will soon dump their best before labels. So there you go. Uh, we also had a five-minute tutorial on how to food. We also learned how to food, which is always helpful. Uh, we also learned that there's a $45 billion threat heading to Australia, which is always helpful. We're fine where we live. Uh, we also learned the uh, trashiest reality television show to ever make our way to the shores. Did we ever look up what a uh, Kangatarian was? I don't think we did. We also, we're about to find out what a Kangatarian is. What's a Kangatarian? Kangatarianism. Uh, someone who eats vegetables and only kangaroo. What? Huh. Apparently it's a hip, apparently it's a 2010 hipster trend? How did I miss that? People who limit their diet to vegetables and kangaroos only. Okay, well. We learned what a kangatarian was, so there you go. That's, uh, that's a thing. Uh, we also learned that uh, international male models are male. <laughs> uh, we also learned that uh, reality television is... Hot, hot garbage, and I'm gonna continue to bring weird stories like that to the show because it's what I do. Uh, we also read some really bad reviews of Deadpool 2. 
Uh, we jogged around a bit. We took a trip back to 1997. And also, we learnt today, ladies and gentlemen, that again, I have officially been accepted to participate in the Disney International Program starting in August in 2018. You can contact the show anytime you like by going uh, by emailing show at geek-io.net. Put GLS in the subject line uh, if you have any feedback. Uh, of course, you can support uh, everything we do here on the Geek.io network at patreon.com slash geek.io. You can get everything in the RSS feed. You can get uh, the pre-show, the post-show, and the two hours of this show in uh, one nifty RSS feed. You can get that in your ear holes. Uh, everything. And you also get uh, exclusive patron-only rooms and exclusive content. There you go. All over at the Discord, which is... You can, join the, you can keep the conversation alive once we go offline at geek-io.net slash discord. Indeed. Uh, you can follow. You can find me. We're doing, we're doing plugs today. This week, apparently, I'm doing plugs. Apparently, uh, you can find me out online. Uh, Twitter.com/slash the Dale Campbell. T H E D A L E C A M P B E W L. I'm also that on Instagram because apparently I'm rebooting my Instagram now for good reason. It's been rebooted for a few months, and I probably haven't posted on it in a few months. So there you go. Uh, for me, for the forever uh, amazing chat room, there ain't no breaks on this day or train, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Yes. Yes. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>